This week on the podcast, I, for one, more excited than I've ever been before because I've looked ahead at Sharon's itinerary. And the final segment of the podcast today is called Sharon Highland. I shot a sheep and I loved it. That's ridiculous. Brave stance. (laughs) PETA's online too. I love sheep. No sheeps were shot in this episode. However, you will be made to make a choice. When it comes to the end of it, will you have spent it all or will you be leaving it for the kids? You'll decide that. You'll check in on how you're doing with your dry January. And who does it better? Nothing, that is. Who does nothing better? We are really asking the tough questions on this very episode. Thanks for listening. So two farmers are sitting on a fence and they're looking down at their flock and one farmer says to the other, I'm going to go down there and... You've heard this one? Stop it. The other farmer says, well, of course, you picked the ugliest one here. (laughs) You're really flocking things up, Jay. (laughs) A new Mornings Rock podcast with Jay and Sharon. Truth. Truth. Hashtag truth. Thank you for everybody that's uh, been shooting us comments, telling us that you enjoy it. Because you like it because you can listen at your leisure. Yeah, thank you for doing that. Thank you for taking us with you. Enjoy. So yesterday was National Do Nothing Day, but we didn't do anything about it. Which means we did something about it. So (laughs) accomplishment. (laughs) So today we want to know, I can't wait for this. Who's better at doing nothing? You or your partner? Hmm. Feel free to color it all in in between the lines. How do they do nothing better than you do? I am like next level Hall of Fame do nothing good. Wow. It's not even even remotely close. Does Sherry appreciate that in in you as a quality that you know that about yourself? I think over the years the the stance on my do nothing has softened considerably. But my wife's idea of doing nothing is um, sitting, watching TV, while working on a project, painting something, sanding something, stitching something, sewing something, making something, baking something, wrapping something. But it sounds always, like she's doing all the things. Always something. And it is exhausting. Don't you know I'm trying to be lazy over here and do nothing? <laughs> you with your activity at the end of the couch. So she does she not know how to not do anything? She does not know how to not do anything. That is the perfect description. She does not know how to not do nothing. She don't know how to do not do nothing. Mm-hmm. How about your place? Um, well, I think that it's, uh, we're both pretty good at getting stuff done. I should preface that by saying Deb is way better at doing nothing than I am. Okay, good. But she gets a lot done. But when it comes time to actually doing nothing to afford yourself that time, she's way better at it than I am. Okay. So I can sit there and do nothing, but my wheels are turning going, oh, I got to do that thing after. Like it, it takes an effort for me to go, okay, stop, mm-hmm. not not to say I'm an overachiever at all, just that I'm always like, okay, well, I'm thinking of dinner or I'm thinking of the next thing. Yeah. I'm thinking of the dogs taking them for a walk. Think, 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 think. I think you nailed it when you said that the wheels are always turning. Mm-hmm. So I would say one of the, you know, the main differences is like if you say to a guy, hey, what you thinking about? And a guy <laughs> says nothing. We really are thinking of absolutely nothing. You ask a woman that and it's a loaded so, question. So it's a grocery list. <laughs> Guys are like, well, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm thinking about absolutely nothing. Well, you must have been thinking about something. Yeah, sex, but that doesn't count. Because <laughs> that's just always, it's always sitting on the shoulder. But for the most part, it is nothing. So let us know. What do you got? What do you got? Who's better at doing nothing? You or your partner? And their do nothing that's better than yours? Describe it to us. 11977 or 790 
97.7. Sometimes being lazy can get you in trouble, you know? Like, you ever not take a shower all weekend? Just lounge around, then you're running late for work on Monday? Oh, no. So <laughs> is one person at work. Something smells like smoke in here. Uh, I went to a barbecue on Friday night. <laughs> Only had 48 hours to take a shower. National do-nothing day. We want to know who is better at doing nothing. You or your partner from 11977. Steve says, guys love the show. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. I'm great at doing nothing, but my wife is even better at getting me to do something while I'm doing nothing. Ooh. And I like Lynn, who says, I'm the best at doing nothing because my boyfriend won't let me do anything. I want to vacuum or do something. He always says, sit down, relax. That's nice. I think I might have the best boyfriend, don't you think? I do think. I do think that he's a keeper. We've heard from Mark and Karen also. My wife is better at chilling. Thank you very much for letting us know, you guys. Uh, yeah, the power... Oh, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> Don from St. Hubert. My wife, Cindy, is a powerhouse. Been together 40 years, raised three sons. She's going from the minute she gets up till the minute she goes to bed. I get exhausted just watching her. Uh, maybe ask her to stop. Maybe you do something, yeah, Don. Don. <laughs> 514-790-0977. John, what about you? I would have to say my partner's the laziest one of the two of us. <laughs> oh, no, man. I'm telling you, it's so bad. My daughter and I, we went Christmas shopping. I said, what do you want to get for your mother? She said, I don't know. Well, we're going to go look around. So we go into this uh, store for for pajamas and all that. I swear to you guys, man, uh, we both we both seen the shirt. My daughter's 15. And it says, my superpower is sleeping. We had to get it for her. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's your mother. Now, we gave it to her for Christmas. She opens it up and she sees it. I'll give it to my wife, man. She's a good sport. She's really a good sport. She looked at that. Oh, yeah, that's me. And I'm like, you admit this? Really? You know? Oh, but yeah, I would have to say, uh, oh, yeah, definitely my partner's the uh, the worst one. Okay. Worst or, or if we spin the it best. positively, she's the, she's the best at doing the least. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, she was talking about retirement when she was 40. I'm like, that, that or that worse? Well, what the <laughs> hell? You know, but God bless her little heart, you know? You know, some partners would get mad about that. But I think it's one of the greatest characteristics she has. It makes me laugh. It makes my day when so tired. Oh, you were doing what? You did nothing. Hey, brother, have a great day. And when your wife wakes up, say hi for us. <laughs> Thanks so much. All right, have a good one. Show rocks, guys. It's how Montreal wakes up. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. It is Morning's Rock with Jay and Sharon. A question for you. When is the last time, Sharon, See? that you used 411? Oof. A long time. They're slowly phasing it out. AT&T, actually, in the States. And Merck. Merck. Announced in January that they will no longer have it. It will no longer, it will cease to be. Wow. Yeah. I can't remember the last time because we we just Google now, right? You just sure. say to your phone, I won't say it because I don't want to trigger your devices, <laughs> yeah. which always happens when I do, but you just hit on your phone and it just gives you the information. Can you remember the last time you used 411? No. Want to use it right now? Yes. Let's try it. All right. So I don't know if, if they still have humans. Let's see. Hang on. Okay. Here we go. Uh, uh. I 
assistance annuaire belle. For English, say English. English. For what city? Montreal. Do you want a residential number? No. Ask for us. For what name? Shom 97.7. Pardon me. What was the business name again? Shom 97.7. A number has been found Ooh. for Home Depot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Would you like this number? No. No, thanks. Let me try. Please hold for agent okay. assistance. Ooh, we're going to get someone. Or get cut off. A human. Well, director, your sister for which city? Bonjour, from Montreal. Montreal, okay. What are we looking for in Montreal? It's Jay and Sharon. We're calling from Showm 97.7, and we're wondering if you have the number for Showm 97.7. Showman 97? Showm 97.7, the radio station. Okay, Showm 97. Get on the line. Okay. Thank you. How's that going? The number is... I wonder if they'll just put us through. If our own phone rings, do we answer? What a loop. The phone might explode. If we're on the phone that we're going to answer. Are you still there, sir? Yep, I'm still there. Okay. Thank you. Are you, are you in Montreal, sir? Okay. All right. Well, we get the, we get the gist of yeah. things. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, I'm not finding any inscription for show 97. Okay. Wow. We thank you for your time uh, regardless. Have a great day. Thank you. No problem. Merci. Bye. Bye-bye. So that might be part of the problem. <laughs> right there. Because I think we just spent nine minutes trying to get our own phone number. That's true. That might be why 411 is no longer a thing. To get that time back, I'd be very happy to trigger anybody's devices by saying, Hey, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So there are a number of other things sort of going the way of the dodo as well. So we've established the 411 is no longer going to be a thing fairly soon. So what's the 411 on 411? Well, we called it to find out our own number, which they told us doesn't exist, which really says a lot about the existence of 411. It, we were able to get uh, Home Depot's number, though. Which is good. Which rhymes with show Which is good. Because I need some tongue and groove. <laughs> what else is starting to disappear? Right? <laughs> What else is disappearing? There are a number of things. One I think we can all agree with that's no longer a thing a lot of the time. Last time you flew, did your seat go back? Uh, not, uh, yeah, I think so. Not like, yes, I believe it did. I can't get my voice any higher either. I'm trying. I think it did. <laughs> what you'll actually find now in a lot of planes is you'll you'll think, oh, they took out the recline feature on my seat. It doesn't it, they 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 made it like stiff now. I can't yeah. I can't go back. Well, turns out they're new seats that don't have the recline option at all. But what they did was they picked an angle that's somewhere between erect and reclined. Hmm. So it's like, which is good. It's like a semi. Some people abuse the recline privilege. Yes, they do. And they, they go back hard, and your tray's up, and your, your friggin' beer's in your lap. Suddenly you have to, like, massage them because they're right there. You know what you get when you do that to me? You get this. Is that your foot? It's the back of your seat for oh. the place of Vegas. <laughs> How do you like that, jack wagon? <laughs> so, yeah, that's not going to be a thing anymore, the reclining seat. And one of the reasons that they obviously no longer have reclining seats, maybe not so obvious, is space issues. Every inch counts on a plane. Now they want to ram as many of us as they possibly can in. Yep. And reclining seats have a lot of moving parts, and moving parts require maintenance, and maintenance costs money. 
Oh, and so they have to you pay remo- people. You know, have to pay people. So if you can remove all that, you're going to save some do-re-mi, baby. So they're getting rid of people also. Yeah. So we found a list of things that will disappear over the next, like, decade or so. And Sharon doesn't agree with some of them. Some of them. And funny that we're joking about getting rid of people. But one of the things on the list is drivers. That there's going to be no more drivers. There'll be passengers. Right. But I guess with uh, automatic cars and autonomous vehicles, which are coming our way, I think that it, eventually they're going to come our way. That, I don't know, for someone with trust issues like that, right? how am I supposed to... It's a human that put the parameters in these vehicles, and it's usually humans that make the mistakes on the road as drivers. So, So my only question is, will the driverless vehicle still have fast food wrappers all over the back floor <laughs> and will they still blare house music at me on the way to Pierre Elliott Trudeau Airport? It will be your choice as a people passenger. That's he's, what I think. He's best music, bro. He's best music. <laughs> I'm sure it is in Latvia. <laughs> but I want you to put Shom on, man. Can you, you want to go to Home Depot? No, I want to call Shom. <laughs> Getting number for Home Depot. <laughs> Give me one more. Uh, traffic. So in line with the idea that there's no, uh, there's going to be no people driving the cars, there's going to be no traffic, I guess, which doesn't make any sense at all. There's, I think there's always going to be traffic. Just like death and taxes, I think traffic <laughs> is something that uh, that we can always rely on. We'll always be there. Okay. Always. We'll do some more when we come back. Let us know at 1197.7. What's something that you think maybe is disappearing? Something that was such a big deal forever, but no longer seems to be there, or at least is on the way out. From 1197.7, two very different opinions. Number one, mm-hmm. Taco Bell no longer exists in Quebec. <laughs> and this hurts me. Not my insides, <laughs> just my heart. That's so, funny. yeah, I guess that's something that's disappeared for here. And the other one that I love, things you don't see anymore, cigarette vending machines. Oh, my gosh. I would I would argue you haven't seen the cigarette vending machine since the, since the probably the late 80s. Yeah. Remember you pull the... Pull the thing. Oh, there's my Craven A. <laughs> Peter Jackson, you say? Oh my gosh! And cigarettes used to cost like three bucks. I think yeah. when the machines were still there. I used to be able to fill my motorcycle, buy a pack of smokes, and uh, get a six pack for like twelve bucks. Wow. Yeah, I know, but I was fourteen. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Uh, <laughs> another couple of things that came through to eleven ninety seven seven. Uh, did you say phone booth yet, Jay? No. no. Phone booths. There's a couple of those. Yeah. And it's true. And wouldn't you be nervous to to use a public phone? Yeah. Yeah. It used to be neat. Like, it, like, oh, there's one. I'll just call and call my mom or call my wife or call whoever to let them know or whatever. It's true. Then they, when the evolution of that turned into phone booths lower so yep. that you could drive up to it. Either way, other people using it after what we've gone through in the past three years. And now... Is, they're Gross. just graffiti-strewn landmarks for drug dealers. Yeah. Yeah. Meet me at the old phone booth, you'd say. <laughs> um, privacy. That's another one. Thank you, Alexandria. You're right. Privacy will be gone within 10 to 20 years, she says. Okay. We got someone on hold, right? Yeah, uh, we do. Let me just make sure that they're still there. Uh, it's Alan, right? Alan, what's up? Well, one of the things that uh, we use every day right now, but it's getting so small and it's getting uh, so uh, embedded in all of all the things that we, uh, we carry. I'm talking about in vehicles and uh, on ourselves. 
is the intelligent phone. Right now, uh, I've, I've read through a uh, technical uh, journal that the phone will be disappearing and it will be uh, like a little uh, a little pill that's going to be just underneath the skin and you would be able to you're going to be uh, on a go on a go on an autonomous vehicle and you're just going to tap on your uh, on your pill and you'll be able to do the calls uh, all the information and everything within the vehicle what you're talking about is implanted nanotechnology yeah. Crazy, eh? I have to implant that in my chin? Uh, under under your skin. Uh, most of the time, uh, the most uh, obvious place would be uh, the neck. Oh, okay. Skin. The neck. Wow. Or the wrist. Because we're starting to see that now with businesses are implanting their employees so that you can pay for food at work with your hand. You can uh, scan yourself to get in your door without a pass. You just use your wrist. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's already there uh, down in the uh, in Asia. They are uh, way up advanced in there, and uh, I've seen a few letters uh, that are uh, talking about that. Wow. Yeah. Eventually, and, Sharon, uh, our bosses will just be able to tase us awake, and we'll just be on the radio. <laughs> ah! Leonard Skinner! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> that would be another thing. Okay. Nice. Well, we appreciate you having us on for the drive. Thank you so much for calling. Everything is great, and uh, thanks very much, and uh, show them rock. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. New Orleans is sinking. I don't want to swim. I want to remain dry. Is that something that you decided to do for, for January? It's actually expanded now. Dry January, a thing for people. Dry February is along with a uh, cancer charity, I believe. Dry January, of course, referring to when you abstain from alcohol. For the entire month of January, a lot of people do it because they swim in it for most of the holidays. They swim in it from February to December, so they take January off. When you return to work January 3rd and your co-workers say, you smell of olives, <laughs> you might start thinking about dry January. I'm actually doing dampuary. Nice. I was going to do moistuary, but that just sounds morbid <laughs> and creepy, Yeah. so I'm not going to uh, to do that. So we want to know, if you did decide to abandon your dry January, what was the reasoning behind it? As usual, Colleen cuts to it. Cuts to the chase right away. Haven't texted in a long time, so good morning, Colleen, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, she says, I got two days into dry January and quit that sploop. Uh, why? I'm a teacher and my school's a circus. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> she texted again saying, my best friend laughed and said, why the bleep did you even try? Hashtag true story. <laughs> and from 11977, doing damp January, practically the same. Great benefits with a tiny bit of wiggle room. Practically the same. Except it's, that it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's just, it's just so easy. If you have like just, you know, a couple of beers here and there, or a glass of wine, um... You're not necessarily giving up too much, but it's part of your routine. What I tried to do for the, the first couple of weeks, it was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to have any beers through the week and um, ramp up my gym activity and then have a couple of drinks on the weekend. First weekend, I made it to Thursday night. Okay. And this week, I um, had a buddy that had a layover in Montreal last night. I picked him up at the airport and he was like, I want to buy you guys dinner. for. Let me stay here for a while. So nice. we ended up getting Mexican, and it was like, well, you know, cervezas. Exactly. So. I think the idea is that uh, if you get into the spot where it's a routine for you, mm -hmm. you know, like 
Well, it's what I do. I think that's where the dangers lie, and that's what the experts say that the dangers lie. So if you can grab that and change your own schedule a little bit, then you actually have control over it. It doesn't have control over you. It's supposed to be fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if it's not, there are resources that you can check into and yeah. find out more information about it. There's so many different apps and stuff like that that can help you track and then you know pull back. From 1197.7, I quit dry January because I started dating an out-of-work bartender and he needs to practice. Oh, <laughs> That's great. Team player. Hey, guys, love the show. I quit dry January because I watched the news. Oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> and from 1197.7, I quit dry January because I ran out of Xanax. Oh. Okay. You know, the idea, I, I can find positive in anything. <laughs> At least you started. That's right. Okay. And you can always start again. Yeah. It's a Would You Rather Wednesday on Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Some deep thoughts from the shallow end of the pool. Today's question. When you pass, when you've pegged it, when you've popped your clogs, die. When you've moved on <laughs> and left this mortal coil, will you have spent it all or will you have left it for your family? Would you rather spend it or leave it? 1197-7900-977. Because you can't take it with you. Nope. And I ain't leaving it behind. No way. Spoiler alert. My wife and I are in very different camps with this. It came up last night. With your son? Now that your son lives in Montreal, did this conversation happen with him? And is he aware? He was in the room. And I got uh, I got some stank eye thrown my way. <laughs> no, literally, the way I look at it is, number one, if I had a ton of it to leave behind, absolutely. Everybody would get greased. But I don't. And really, the only thing I have is the house that I own, along with the bank, on the East Coast. So my plan is live in it until I'm too old to live in it then sell it. And use that money to live in a decent facility, right? It's a good Not plan. have to rely on anybody. I don't want to. I don't want anybody to have to take care of me. I want to take care of myself. Well, that sounds like a sensible plan. It's not like you're going to blow it on crazy adventures, or you know, which is fine if you wanted to do that. But what is? How does Sherry oppose your plan? See, this is why you need to carve out some time with my bride and have a chat with her and set her straight. She wants to keep it in the family as and give it to our kids. And I'm like, my retort to that was, and this also was popular. Well, they can absolutely buy it from me <laughs> because oh, talking, i need that money cottage, right? yeah we're talking about leaving it it's, it's our house it's going to be our home right our forever home when i retire in a thousand years yeah and then when i'm told to live in it i don't want to have to live on a fixed income i'm going to sell it and hopefully it's worth a ton because it's oceanfront property i'm hoping and i move somewhere super nice and i never have to rely on other people i don't have to wait for my kids to come i want them to come when they want to my wife, my wife just wants to, to give it to them. Do your, uh, oh, that's a big gift. Uh, also, she'll be here after you die, right? Because you're saying I'm going to go first? Well, pretty, well, I'm just... It's pretty much a given, knowing me, as you have. Yeah. <laughs> Having hung out with me socially, it's pretty much inevitable. And it's not like you're... <laughs> well, it's interesting, too, because you want to move to a place... That's like taking her out of, obviously, her happy place. Mm-hmm. I see what I see the conundrum now. See, I've been married over 30 years and literally I've always pictured it um, we die minutes apart. One of natural causes and the other of, bro of a broken heart. That's the way to go. That's yep. the perfect way to go, right? Yeah. So let us know your thinking on this one. 1197-7900977. How's Sharon feel about this whole this whole thing? When you've passed on, when you've left 
this world. Will you have spent it all or will you have left it for your family? That is the question. 11.97.7. A varying amount of answers for today. Spend it. I will definitely leave it to my kids to spend it all. Should take them about three minutes at Canadian Tire. <laughs> it's from Steve. Peter says, spend when you can. Enjoy it. Set aside something for the kids. How about you, Sharon? Um, I think that we would have spent our life making sure that uh, we do nice things at that time. You know, making sure that they're good. Mm-hmm. Sort of sharing the wealth. And I say wealth with without trying not to laugh because our joke would be, <laughs> we work in radio. There's no wealth. Okay. <laughs> good health. We've got that for now. Um, but yeah, you know what? Like... I have a my in my head the way I plan things is like okay we got to make sure that we're okay when we get to that point when yeah. we're both not working anymore and you know we live to a hundred want to make sure that we've got you know good people taking care of us yeah and, and that kind of thing and I think our girls will take care of us too um, but I don't think we'll be leaving that much just because of that because everything's going to be costing so much to to live longer mm-hmm. which I plan to do I love it yeah it's a good plan I like plans. Now, <laughs> thank you for your text messages. There's a lot of spend it, like real right out of the gate. Peter said it. Luke and Verdun said it too. Um, uh, and you know what? There's no wrong answer because you might change your mind tomorrow. But for today, in a would you rather fashion, we need to know. You got to make a choice here. Uh, and at five one four seven nine zero zero ninety seven seven, Sergio, what do you think? Not too much. Just waiting for a couple to come back from Brazil. Oh, so you're at the airport. Picking them up. I'm at the airport. Ah, there was a bit of a delay with arrivals today because of a computer problem, so. Yes, ma'am. Everybody's about an hour and a half behind. Well, that gives you time to call us. us. Yes. Yeah, I always listen to Sean FM. Okay, so our Would You Rather Wednesday question today. When you've passed on, will you have spent all your money or will you have left it for your family? Which would you rather? My question is, I worked all my life for my house. I should be able to do what I want. If I want to spend it, I spend it. If I don't, I don't. Right. That's fair. What does your wife say? My wife is in board. She's got no choice. (laughs) She's on board? Is that what you said? Yes, ma'am. But she's got no choice. Got it. (laughs) Because we worked hard all our life for the money, we're going to spend it. Okay. Whatever is left, if there's a penny left, then let the two kids fight for it. Now, are they aware of this this setup? Oh, yes, they are. That's good. Are they okay with it? Yes, they are because the two kids are well off also. They both have good husbands, good jobs, school teachers, work for the border, so they're all good. Oh, good. That's great. Plan in place. Yes, ma'am. We'll carry on with the rest of this great day, Sergio. Show them rocks. Keep on the good work. Spend it all or leave it behind for the kidlets. Alexandria writes, my grandmother actually gave us large amounts of cash at Christmas and birthdays while she was alive so she could see us spend it and see the joy. I will do that. That's great. Keep those texts coming at 11.97.7 and the calls as well. Yep. 514-790-0977. Brando's on the line. What do you think, Brando? I believe you should spend it if you got it. Um, I'm personally leaving my daughter a legacy of inbox action figures and comic books. Ooh, nice. So I have a sneaking suspicion she very well might be opening up an eBay account after I'm gone. (laughs) But that having been said, I will enjoy it while I have it. Ah, very good. That's actually a really interesting take that it's not even necessarily about having money to give to your kids, but there's something that you loved your entire life that's worth something when you pass that then they can do with what they want. So that's interesting. 
she's already said that she's looking forward to inheriting my record collection so that she can introduce her kids to the music that I love. Oh, that's nice. Although it's kind of worrisome that she says looking forward to. You know, I, I like to think that I have a couple of years ahead of me. But anyway. <laughs> I think you're good to go, Brando. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, folks. Have a great day. Hey, you too. Yeah. New music, movies, shows you cannot miss, and so much more. All courtesy of the biggest head in Montreal. We measured. That's a huge noggin. Has its own weather system. It's Cheese Jams. Hey, kids. This week, it is all David Crosby. We go deep, deeper, and if you're willing to invest the time, super deep. Like, book a few days off of work deep. We lost David Crosby yesterday. He was 81. Died after a lengthy illness, but... Anybody that knows the guy and his music knows that he easily could have died in his 20s, yeah. 30s, especially in his 40s. 50s wasn't that great. Yep. 60s, also bad. You get the picture. This weekend, if you want to check out a pretty decent deep dive into his life, check out the t- 2019 music doc, Remember My Name. Spoiler alert, musical genius, not great with people. Just ask him. If I had ever been in before, I was, I was not easy. Big ego, no brains. All the guys that I made music with won't even talk to me. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. David Crosby. Do you ever wonder why you are still alive? I don't know. No idea, man. Remember my name? Pretty easy to find and rents. Work a little bit harder. It's streaming for free in a lot of places, too. If you want to do a deeper dive into his music, check out his incredible 1971 solo record, If I if Only I Could Remember My Name. It's a song called Cowboy Movie, which is the story of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young in an eight-minute opus about cowboys. It's the most streamed song of his on Spotify. The whole record, by the way, is excellent. Jerry Garcia, key in putting it together. Musicians on the album, just a couple. Joni Mitchell, Neil Young, Graham Nash, Grace Slick. And finally, if you want to go super deep, grab a book called Long Time Gone, his autobiography. Grab the reissue if you can from 2006 or 7. It's about 600 pages of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We've both read it, and it's, yep. a, it's a great book. Mm-hmm. He really liked his boat. A lot. A lot. A lot of talking about the boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's also worth it just to hear his firsthand account of playing at Woodstock. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome with us Crosby, Stills, Nash, I remember being terrified. (laughs) But nobody had seen us try to get up and sing harmony together. So they all came. It's getting to the point where I'm no fun anymore. Everybody we thought was cool in the world was standing in a huge semicircle behind us. Dead airplane band Hendrix who... They were all standing there on stage. If it was going to collapse, that's when it would have collapsed. Rest in peace, Cross. Uh, Rest in peace, my brother. That, my friends, is Jay's Jams. 
Cheese Jams are always available at Shome.com. Internet magic and mornings always rock. With Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Shome 97.7. We will leave you with Mornings Random, but first allow us to simply say this. <gasps> Bye. Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. It's Mornings Random with Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. Hello! 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 Hello. Hello. And what's your cheese? Plot twist! Feel free to say. The bottom bum. That's All a right. pack of bangers right there. I like her tone. I like it, Jay. Shady Holmes Retirement Center proudly mm-hmm. welcomes its noontime entertainment. Five finger death punch. <laughs> and yes, they are gas related. We know that, but still. I get it. You're not in eating mold. No. I get that. Feel the same way about guano. So go and buy a lighter. Don't let your five rolls drive. Yeah, no shirtle, Myrtle. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantel on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.